Arts FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Imagineering America. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Tuesday, July 25th in the year 2023. As we learn from the time of ISIS and John McCain and his treachery, we learned very well that there were stages set up over in Ukraine area that they were using to stage many of the terrorist events, the atrocities of people beheading. Some of it wasn't even true, obviously. And there was a, it created a high level of a film production that convinced people of a greater terror than there actually was. Today in the BBC, while playing or it may have been Sky News, I correct myself, when they were playing a report today on Ukraine, a series of, a bit of footage played, which probably was not intentional, that showed that they were setting up a set in Ukraine to display the damages of war. And this is not something new, but obviously we're dealing with a massive element of wag the dog. And in understanding that and beginning to look at these things, much of what we're witnessing right now is a lie. And they're doing so to Imagineer, that's a Disney term actually, to Imagineer an America that actually doesn't exist, but counting on the fact that people will be so convinced by the media that they see that they will give up and submit to their vision by their free will. Uh, Patriots, before we get going, you'll remember about a week ago, we had an interview with Chase Terwilliger, who is the CEO of CB Distillery. Well, now for the next three days, well, actually it's today and tomorrow, there is going to be a massive sale on CB, cbdistillery.com. You need to head on over there. It's an exclusive, and truly, it's an amazing, amazing value. You're going to be able to get 50% off of everything when you use the code VIP, V period, I period, P period, VIP. When you use that code, you can get 50% off. Now, you can choose from a whole range of carefully formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions for relaxation, stress, sleep, and pain after physical activity. Even mood and focus is, is in those mixes of things. The extract healing plant compounds and vital nutrients for your whole body. We know all about this because we got, we got educated on CBD products. No artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners, just 100% clean ingredients. So don't miss the exclusive VIP sale and get up to 50% off your order right now. So head on over there and visit cbdistillery.com and enter VIP. Now, here's the thing. It's, it's, I don't know if the code is V period, I period, P period, or just VIP. Try the one and head on over to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. But check it out. The code is VIP, and you may not need the periods. I haven't checked it today. I'll check it before the next show. And take advantage of this incredible savings, 50% off of everything. That's incredible. So head on over there. You'll be very happy you did. These are great products to have on hand, and they should be part of every medical farm, medical cabinet that we have in the house. So there you go, cbdistillery.com, and use the code VIP right now. All right, I want to start out with an interesting piece here that I think will start to frame a lot of stuff. Take a listen to this. If I was the deep state and I wanted to destroy America, I would rig the election with a puppet candidate, one that was so compromised that they would never say a word about it. I would create a false flag that allows for mail-in ballots. I would be in charge of the ballot counting machines. I would create a false flag to blame all who question the results of the election. If I was the deep state, I would prosecute anyone that went against me. I would sue and prosecute anyone that spoke up about the fraudulent election. I would use my powers to shut down all your internet businesses and bankrupt you. If I was the deep state, 
a new ad by President Trump's campaign for 2024, and it's dead on. One of the best political ads I've ever seen, and it has, it's just loaded with truth. This is the war that we fight, and it's a war of complete and total reimagining America. There is a small group of people that are behind this, and in a classic insurgency, and this really defines a color revolution, what we have witnessed here is a group of people that have engineered everything about who, how we think and who we are. For those that are awake, we see this, and it is obvious lies. But for those that are living inside the matrix, they just continue to agree and go along. And the more that they go along, the more people follow because people in general are weak. They have the inability to resist tyranny. And when the messages are going 24-7, it saturates their abilities to such a degree that they're unable to use any cognitive ability to separate themselves from the false reality that's being pounded upon. Now take a listen to this piece. It's called Grasshopper, and it's a nice little tool the CIA developed. Hello, and welcome back to my channel. Today I'm going to be talking about a tool called Grasshopper that was revealed in the Vault 7 Leaks published by WikiLeaks back in 2017. Grasshopper is a malware framework developed by the CIA that allows operatives to build custom malware for Windows operating systems. It includes different modules that can be mixed and matched to create unique implants with tailored behaviors and persistence mechanisms. One of the key features of Grasshopper is its ability to perform surveys on target devices before installing malware. This allows the CIA to check for things like antivirus software and only install the payload if the computer meets certain requirements. Grasshopper also utilizes various persistence techniques to ensure the malware remains on an infected system. One notable method is called stolen goods, which actually incorporates code from a piece of Russian cybercrime malware called Carper. This just goes to show how intelligence agencies repurpose hacking tools from other sources. The leaked documents give us a rare glimpse into how modern cyber espionage operations are conducted. We can see the emphasis on avoiding detection by antivirus products and the ability to carefully customize implants for specific objectives and targets. While these capabilities are no doubt concerning in the wrong hands, the documents also provide valuable insights for those looking to harden their systems against these kinds of attacks. Being aware of the persistence mechanisms and malware behaviors can help identify potential compromises. So in summary, Grasshopper demonstrates the advanced capabilities of state-sponsored hackers, but also reveals their tactics, allowing us to better defend against such threats. Definitely an intriguing case study from the Vault 7 CIA leaks. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Grasshopper is another one of the many tools that are out there to try to control the way you think. Hacking into your system when you don't even know and then creating all sorts of false things and false signals in your system and being able to track as well what you do. The big issue right now is separating the false narrative from the narrative of truth. And that will continue to get more complicated as we go forward. And one of the issues that we have already that we've been immersed in in the last eight years is the rise of bot armies and those have become increasingly autonomous and run by artificial intelligence. So the full bot armies can develop full profiles and then in so doing and developing profiles can actually engage in conversations on social media with people through texting. That technology actually was originally being pioneered down at USC under a Department of Defense contract back in about 2012, 2013. It was being developed as a weapons, a tool of war for information warfare to be able to run full blogs and write full blogs so that they could saturate a country's information space with false narratives or narratives at least that we controlled. Once Obama released the right for the agencies to use propaganda against America, 
this, these same tools have been waged against us. And it's solely for the purpose of keeping the deep state in control. I think one of the questions everybody should ask is, why hasn't that been repealed? And the answer is, is that everybody on Capitol Hill is compromised. And they've allowed it to continue because they know what's going on. They know that we're being manipulated. And they know the only way they can stay in power for out, without people understanding what crimes they've been involved in is to continue the perpetuation of false narratives. These things get very, very difficult to discern after a while. And in so doing, we end up with a situation where we end up with a country music song that comes out as a simple example. And everything about the song that's real is now attacked from the false narrative. Take a listen to this perspective on this. So I got this morning. I got to thinking, could you imagine, just for a moment, imagine if all these people who are so offended by this Jason Aldean song were this offended by BLM leading riots in various cities across the United States where they burned and looted, not just big companies like Walmart and Target, but small businesses that were owned by other black people. Imagine if they were that offended by that. Imagine if they were this offended by Antifa attacking, assaulting, harassing people, even the elderly. There's videos of it. Imagine if they were this offended by a corrupt Department of Justice and FBI that uses its power like the Praetorians in ancient Rome to influence government leadership. Imagine if they were this offended by the fact that the same Democrat leaders who told them, you can't see your loved ones, you can't go to school, you can't go to work, you got to let grandma and grandpa die slowly from old age without ever being near them again. If these, they were this offended by those same Democrat leaders breaking their own rules, going to hair salons, forcing their favorite hair salons open up, gathering together with other people in restaurants, going to ball games, things like that, abusing their power. Imagine that these people were offended by that as much as they were by Jason Aldean. And imagine if these people were this offended by the fact that child sex trafficking is a multi-billion dollar industry across the globe, and it happens right here on American soil. Imagine if they were that offended by that. Imagine if they were this offended by these crimes against children that happen every day in America, whether it's um, your basic sneaker pimps, your gorilla pimps, people like that, girls especially who are forced into prostitution. Imagine if they were this offended by the fact that while American families who are homeless go every day without food, starving, living on the streets, while illegal immigrants are put up in five-star hotels and these luxurious glamping tent cities where they have flat screen TVs and Xboxes and every kind of creature company you can imagine, while Americans are still on the streets trying to survive. Imagine if they were this offended by rap music and rap videos that glorify gun violence and sexual violence and the objectification of women and the selling of drugs to their own people. Imagine if they were offended by that. Imagine if they were this offended by the fact that BLM was supposedly created to push for social justice in black communities, but then they took all the money and bought themselves million-dollar states and never put one cent back in the black communities. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing if they were that offended by that? But you can see the effect of propaganda on a mass scale, and you can see how this completely deadens a public's response. A couple of things happen with an oversaturation of false narratives. One is you have a group of people, obviously, that obey them. Those are what we would refer to as the NPCs. And the NPCs out here that are like just these dumb game characters just obey. They don't think they go along with it because the state says so, because the, the sources that they look at say so. And the complexity of this operation is huge because they have, they have commandeered many, many media outlets. And because of that, it looks like you're getting a similar analysis from different sources when, in fact, it's all coming from the central hub. Now, most of the people that have been in this movement know this and they should be very, very well aware of it. Unfortunately, the, the magnitude of this fight is only going to get worse. And part of that is going to come from the sources of AI. And I want you to listen to this perspective on AI in Hollywood and what's really the big threat for the Actors Guild down there. 
On May 15th, Justine Bateman shared a series of Twitter posts with revelatory information about the likely future state of AI in the entertainment industry. Bateman is an American writer, director, producer, and former actress. Her posts, here listed together, read as follows. SAG actors, I want to talk about AI and how it will affect you. I'm a former ASG board member and former SAG negotiating committee member. As a coder and someone with a computer science degree, I want to tell you where I believe AI is going. One, AI written scripts and digitally scanned actors, image and or voice. Both already exist. Some talent agencies are actively recruiting their clients to be scanned. You choose the projects and get 75 cents on the dollar. Your digital image can be triple and quadruple booked, so that bodes well for a 10%er. Two, films customized for a viewer based on their viewing history, which has been collected for many years. Actors will have the option to have their image bought out to be used in anything at all. Three, films ordered up by the viewer. For example, I want a film about a panda and a unicorn who save the world in a rocket ship and put Bill Murray in it. Four, viewers getting digitally scanned themselves and paying extra to have themselves inserted in these custom films. Five, licensing deals made with studios so that viewers can order up older films like Star Wars and put their face on Luke Skywalker's body and their ex-wife's face on Darth Vader's body, etc. Six, training an AI program on an older hits TV series and creating an additional season. Family Ties, for example, has 167 episodes. An AI program could easily be trained on this and create an eighth season. We only shot seven. AI has to be addressed now or never. I believe this is the last time any labor action will be effective in our business. If we don't make strong rules now, they simply won't notice if we strike in three years because at that point, they won't need us. Addendum. Actors, you must have ironclad protection against the AI use of your image and voice in the SAG MBA or your profession is finished. Demand it from SAG after and do not accept any AMPTP proposal that does not have it. Needless to say, no IATSE crew members, no Teamster drivers, and no DGA directors will be needed. At first, these efforts will be run by software project managers, and eventually, even they won't be needed. We have truly entered into a completely fictional space when it comes to media and entertainment. And that's one of the biggest problems as we go forward is to be able to validate what we're going to do. Now, with that, this is where they start to run the scam because as they create this situation where people feel that it's impossible to find truth, then enters somebody like WorldCoin and their retina, st- and their retina scan. Take a listen. Okay, so I just found some incredible news and I can't understand if this is really good news or really terrifying news. Let me know what you think. So the founder of AI is now going to pay people just for being human. The WorldCoin Digital ID Project has been launched. Okay, check this out. This is what they're doing. Apparently, just for being a human, you're going to get crypto and you're going to get paid, okay, from from the AI founder. So you have to basically scan your eye with this futuristic orb and it stores your biometric data. Again, I don't know if this is amazing or terrifying because it's it's trying to distinguish the fact if you're human or AI and this is necessary apparently. So apparently, the project describes itself as a digital currency received simply for being human, claiming it could dramatically increase economic opportunity, scale and reliable solution for distinguishing humans from AI. Apparently this will be really important in the future. Despite these goals, world coin token usage, blah, 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 blah. Apparently, check us out. Uh, this has not stopped major crypto exchanges from listing the token. Binance, OKX, Huobi, Bybit, Gate. Major platforms already taking WLD. So that's the guy that is the founder of ChatGPT and OpenAI, okay? And he's the guy that's behind this. So he's trying to give you money if you're a human. But here's the kicker. Where is it? Where does it say? WorldCoin users must physically travel to a location where an iris scanning orb is present in order to obtain the equivalent and global digital passport. The project's creators say this will become necessary to distinguish humans from AI bots as technology advances. So there you go. What do you think? 
amazing, awesome, terrifying, or, 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 or everything all at once? <laughs> everything all at once, basically. This is a situation now that this is how you herd sheep. And it's going to go very well for them, I assure you. All we are dealing with now is just fiction. And everything that's happening is developed out of the es essence of fear. Very important to grasp because what they've created with the outcome of Sound of Freedom. The film is fantastic. The awareness of child sex trafficking is incredible. But now watch for the solution that is soon to come. And the solution that's soon to come will be chip your children. While we deal with AIs and we deal with the fake things on, on web, not being able to discern truth, then you're going to hear the more calls for things like WorldCoin and the retina scan because we want to secure who we are as humans and know that we're real and not, not being confused with AI. That's another part of the digital infrastructure of the digital prison. Each step, each step, they're doing this. Now, what's really interesting is how they've been using this white genocide piece. Take a listen to this piece, this piece here. The professor did say that white people are damaging. Her word, damaging. I mean, this is, you know, it's not an exaggeration to say we are entering straight up anti-white genocidal rhetoric, maybe. I mean, let me give you one more example. That's this extreme. psychiatrist spoke at Yale and said she has fantasies of murdering white people. Imagine being a white person in the audience, looking around, your classmates are nodding in agreement. So seriously, if you're a white student, speak up. The time is now because things are only going to get worse. They're going to treat me like this, but there needs to be more students like me. Daniel Schmidt, you got the fire this morning, and thanks for bringing it to our show. We appreciate it. Yeah, Daniel, we don't really care. You stuck yourself on Fox News, and you're probably a paid voice. So here's what I'm getting at, and it's important to grasp this. There are a few professors in the universities that are touting this white, white genocide concept. They get the platforms, and we are, we've moved to a culture where a single comment sways the entire mass. That's an outcropping of social media. Consider the feeds that people have in their social media. One negative comment, and that's where their eyes focus, because the psychology of this is people feast on the negative. They don't feast on the positive. And in this environment that has become increasingly negative, people double feast on it. I've mentioned this statistic before, but it's important to grasp in this context. And it comes from McDonald's corporations, and they did this studies way back, actually, in the 80s and, and 90s. And this is what they discovered, that when a person comes into a restaurant and has a negative experience, they will repeat that negative experience, that story, that narrative, 50 times before they're through telling it. But if a person comes in and has a fantastic experience, an amazing customer service experience, at most, they will repeat that story six to eight times. One of the great failings of the modern human culture is that we feed on negative. So here we have a few teachers that are stouting or promoting this white genocide. You have... Actors, many of them paid actors like BLM, that are out here pushing this idea of black rights. And then you have people like this, this young man. I don't know whether he's real or not, but the fact is he gets on Fox News, which we know is a hand puppet organization anyway, and he starts talking about white genocide, and suddenly the entire concept becomes mainstreamed. Let me tell you how mainstreamed it's become. 73% of, of Trump voters say racism against white Americans is a problem. This is incredible. Now, is that poll real? Again, we're dealing with a saturation of false narratives all over the place. And everything has been in, in designed to keep us divided, to keep the United, to keep the states impossible to heal. And while they roll out their critical infrastructure, which is to change the currency and to get us onto some sort of dependency upon them. Now, Patriots, with that said, right now, our world is in is changing in ways that are uncomfortable and in ways that are not even predictable. Everything from natural disasters to politics and economics, we have no idea what's coming next. And the real question is, what do we need to do to prepare? Anything can happen at a moment's notice. You won't get a warning. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be like a movie where you get to predict the end. And I'll tell you right now, the best thing you can do is to be investing in emergency food with and so you need to go over to preparewithbards.com. These are my Patriot Supply items. They're just fantastic. And they're right now they're offering a huge deep discount on their popular three-month emergency food kit. That's You'll get 25% off when you grab one right now. So head on over to preparewithbards.com. That'll take you to my Patriot Supply to take advantage of this 25% off deal right now. It's an incredible savings right now, and it's a necessary part of everybody. should be a necessary part of everybody's. 
food preparation. It's the type of food that sits there and it can last for up to 25 years. You always have it. It's, it's transportable if you need to bug out. It's these sorts of foundations that we need in every food planning situation. And this is honestly the biggest discount they have offered in a long time, if ever. So don't pass it up. Head on over to My Patriot Supply or go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of the 25% discount on a three-month food kit. You're going to get one, one per person for your family, and you're all going to be set and have the foundations of a fantastic preparation program. So again, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com to save 25% right now, and it's an incredible savings, so take advantage of it today. We are definitely dealing with a complication of realities. It's so severe that it's difficult really for us to know where to turn and what to believe. The compounding problem is that we have people that are literally stupid, that are running the primary narratives. This is a piece that was done a long time ago by Isaac Asimov that saw this coming, and he puts it in the context of science, but it's very important to understand that most of these people that talk science, like Fochi, Many of these people have no idea what real science is. Take a listen. But what's the danger of all this? I mean, you know, this is not the thing that... There's two kinds of dangers. One is what I just yeah. talked about, that we've arranged a society based on science and technology in which nobody understands anything about science and technology. And this combustible mixture of ignorance and power, sooner or later, is going to blow up in our faces. I mean, who is running the science and technology in a democracy if the people don't know anything about it? And the second reason that I'm, I'm worried about this is that science is more than a body of knowledge. It's a way of thinking, a way of skeptically interrogating the universe with a fine understanding of human fallibility. If, if we are not able to ask skeptical questions, to interrogate those who tell us Mm -hmm. that something is true, to be skeptical of those in authority, then we're up for grabs for the next charlatan, political or religious, who comes ambling along. It, it's a thing that Jefferson lay great stress on. It wasn't enough, he said, to enshrine some rights in a, in a constitution or a bill of rights. The people had to be educated and they had to practice their skepticism and their education Otherwise, we don't run the government. The government runs us. Those are fantastic words. You have to practice your skepticism. Like everything else, it's a discipline. And what's happened is people have been lulled to sleep. I mean, consider these things that are going on right now that people aren't saying anything about. They're just quietly enduring them. If you've heard of, uh, I can't even say it, shrinkflation or skimpflation, when you go out to eat, you're finding that everything is getting smaller or the portions are getting less. And this is becoming a new standard in as costs go up. So inflation is the cost of things are going up while the portions are getting smaller. And people are just quietly going along with this, just kind of accepting that this is the new normal. We have the Biden administration right now that is trying to ban portable gas-powered generators. That's up. Then you have the, the continuation of that as they try to ban, they've already been working on and have had some success in banning gas stoves and then the next thing they're after now is your water heater. And people are just trolling along on these narratives that are out here that could be saying something. The working class people that have a strong voice are consumed with trying to put make ends meet. And the liberals are out here celebrating that this is a great thing for the environment. There is no cognitive discipline of skepticism and to question what's actually going to happen here if we do all of this. This is the byproduct of an oversaturated propaganda state. And then get this. This just happened the other night in England. And it's unbelievable, actually. It's on Channel 4 that they played this. And this was a supposed to be a spoof, but I will tell you, this is what we call shaping in the information space. What they did is they did a spoof on a guy visiting a meat uh, where they grow artificial meat. And the whole thing is that the scientists revealed the unique flavor of human flesh. The whole discussion was growing human flesh in these biotanks. Even though this thing was a spoof, and it reads this way, it was a satirical documentary called Greg Wallace, British Miracle Meat, saw the controversial presenter tour a factory which manufactured engineered human meat before trying it himself. While the program was a parody, many viewers admitted to falling for it 
with one tweeting and made him feel sick. Well, the whole point of this is to start saturating a new narrative. This is called, like I said, shaping. You start to get the ideas seated in people's head because what's coming is this idea, and I've said it all along, when you start growing meat alternatives in a lab, I guarantee you where those next cells are coming from. They're not coming from animals. They're coming from humans because they want to make sure that everybody becomes a cannibal, which ultimately is about degrading the entire spiritual nature of who we are. But yet nobody's saying anything. It's just kind of this passive going through. And at the same time, now we're starting to see the run in grocery stores. If you didn't hear, India has banned rice exports, and all of a sudden U.S. supermarkets are hit with a run on rice, massive buying up of rice. These things are happening all over the country, but it's more important now to face and, and track the, the clown show going on in D.C., which produces absolutely nothing. We are a nation that is truly saturated. And just to show you, though, how expecting that the deep state is and these people in the propaganda state are that you will obey them, take a listen to this. They're starting to panic a little bit about the investigations into Joe Biden. There was literally a comment made on MSNBC by Senator Claire McCaskill, who said very bluntly, everybody just needs to back off. Don't touch our candidate, in other words. Don't even look at it. Don't look there because we are right, you're wrong. This, again, is an extreme propaganda state that unfortunately, unfortunately, too many people have become submissive to and become victims of. The question always gets down to what can we do? And in this state, there are so many things being deconstructed. This system is completely corrupted. The question I am challenging everybody to ask, and it is a skeptical, and one of skepticism that you must be pushing out there, no matter where you are on the political spectrum, whoever you're voting for, I am really at a certain point at this point, I don't really care because there is no pathway to success to be legally and rightfully voted in as a president of the United States. We know that the entire system is rigged, and we know that no matter what you do to vote, the system is rigged. And this is going to get very controversial as we move forward because I am not in favor of wasting my time voting when I know we're going to lose. That's just not my game. And I don't like playing this circle jerk that we do here of trying to believe that President Trump is somehow going to have a pathway to win. I want to hear that pathway. I want to hear the pathway of how President Trump can win. I want to hear the pathway of how if Robert Kennedy Jr. thinks he can win, what's the pathway to win? Because just saying to people to vote, when we know the system is rigged, they know they control the machines, they know that they do all sorts of tricks with ballot harvesting to all sorts of ballot stuffing, we know this is happening. They're also setting up right now to replace the, the uh, head of the post office that Trump appointed because they're trying to force in more mail-in voting. This is going to be an absolute clown show come 2024. There is no pathway to success. So the question is, what is the motive of these people telling you as if they do? And again, in my opinion, a lot of what we're seeing here is the constant conflict in America. So the your One patriot group will tell you that it's probably to help wake people up. We're long past the wake-up piece. We're long past that. Right now, there is a group that's awakened, and there are people that are still meandering in the desert, and they're not going to change. They hate Trump because someone told them to hate Trump. Or they love Biden because they told someone they were told by somebody to love Biden. There is no cognitive discussion here about what's good for the nation. And so we are in a situation right now where the biggest narrative going 18 months before there's any election is the, is the president election in around all of this. While Trump gets pulled into more court cases, while the impeachment rolls on for Biden, there's no win here. Pay attention to how that's being played out because the left sees the siege on Biden as an, a response to impeaching Trump. And the right sees the siege on Trump as a continuation of what the left was doing against Trump. These are intentionally divisions in a political fight that keep people divided and don't allow us to come together. The question we all need to be asking is, what are we going to do to fix the election system? And unfortunately, there is an answer. But again, it's probably one of the deepest traps that's been set yet. And that's going to be IDs individual IDs, but not just individual IDs. Remember what I said about retina scans. All of this is trying to migrate an entire population that's worn down, broken, leading them in because they want to vote and they want to change the world through a vote and they want to do it a democratic way, which we are not a democracy, we are a republic. 
But all of these words are being used intentionally, especially with this new generation of Gen Z and millennials who truly believe that the individual vote, a number of popular vote, is the only way to run this nation. Not understanding that what that leads to is more mass control than they've ever imagined. Because all that has to happen is you concentrate votes in a few key cities and you'll run the entire country. That's what's happening in our states because we don't follow an electoral system in our states. And it's what they're trying to do on a national level to ensure that only the deep state candidates, whether they're Democrat or Republican, will ever get into office. We're being set up in a big way and the clock is ticking and we have to start waking up to asking ourselves, what are we going to do? And so here's a couple of things to think about. One is what we are working on. You have to get smart on common law. It's very important because we're going to have to start fighting this at a ground level, individually, and county by county. Number two, you have to start thinking in terms of common law and a breakaway economy, which also means a breakaway government. This is starting to happen. In Texas, they've already stood up the, officially stood up the Texas Republic, which is distinctly different from the state of Texas government. These things are going to have to happen in every state. We have to set up provisional governments, and they start to have to align together because we're going to have to divide this nation and break it in order to fix it. There's no other way forward. If you think that's, you think that's extreme, I just want to point out something. The pedophiles are part of the Democrat process and part of the Republican process. While they may point at the Democrats to say, you are all the freaks, you're the ones supporting the transgender pedophiles, I've got news. The worst ones exist within the Republican Party that come off to you as if they're upstanding Christians. That's the truth. Many of our churches are deeply corrupted in the pocket of politicians, and they're trafficking kids. This, this scourge that we're dealing with in this nation is horrific, and we're not going to be able to fix a system that is truly that broken or that corrupted. We, the people, have to put the we back on top and start getting control of this government. And the only way we can do that is start to put politicians on their heels and turn them into the prey. And that means use common law. That also means that locally we have to start organizing. You have to think in terms of local networking. How are you going to buy, sell, trade outside of the corporate stores? You've got to stop buying from these corporate nightmares. Everybody does. And even though we all have done it, I'm not excluding myself, we have to start moving very quickly, if not immediately, to buying only local or buying from American manufacturers that don't align with this woke garbage. This is an attack on the United States and the most principal issue. And unfortunately, with a candidate that's as powerful as President Trump, meaning as emotionally he draws people in, we are still in this trap that we're in looking for one man to fix this nation. It ain't going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. The only people that will fix it and save it is us, we the people. And that means that it takes local action. And I wish it would be easy to stay, say, here's a quick template, everybody can follow it, but it isn't that easy. There's going to be a lot of trial and error. There's going to be a lot of different things going on. But I go back to what I have said here for a couple of weeks now. The center point to our success is to take away the one thing that they cannot live without, and that's the children. We have to protect the children that are here. They are the follow-on of this fight because this fight is going to go far beyond our generation and our time. We have to inoculate the children with the truth. We have to empower the children with the means and methods of how to move forward and fight this fight well into their years and be vigilant so that they can overcome the counter fight that will continue. We're into a very deep rift in this nation. A group of people that are willfully walking into the abyss of the AI world and meta versus the people that are breaking away saying, no more, I want to live decentralized, I want to live independent, I want to live sovereign in my nation. And there are a lot of efforts going on on both sides. Ultimately, we know where God sits, and we have that on our side, and that's fantastic. But it doesn't mean that we're going to win the way we want to win unless we get our hands dirty, dig in, and start sowing seeds and digging trenches. Literally, this is a real fight that we're in. And the tools of war are informational and the primary issue here. And because they are informational, they're easy to persuade even people like law enforcement. There is new, there is, there is a greater awakening happening within our law enforcement communities and other communities to realize that we're truly under siege. But we have to be prepared and we have to understand that they're going to do anything they can to keep themselves in power. And they will continue this fight. They are, we are literally being put through the, the color revolution that is being run like Wag the Dog. If you have not seen that film, please do. 
And that film was done long before we even understood the concepts of AI and even advanced computer systems. And you'll see what I mean when you watch it. But this is how things operate now. And all of this is about an influence op to change, take a nation, to make them believe that they're different mix than they actually are. And in so doing, lead them into a pen where they will then willfully give in and hand over authority to the those in power with their, by their free will, and in so doing, forever enslave themselves and never leave, and never be able to leave. That is going to be a trap that your children's children's children will not get out of. And that's where we have to understand what's at stake. All hands on deck, all things into the fight. There's no hesitation now. This is a real battle. And the battle is everywhere. It's happening in, in pockets. And even though we may not see it or witness it in our world, we have to continue to walk in the power of what we have as, as the sovereigns of this world. Now, as a final note on that, and I think this is extremely important, these are heavy topics. We have to deal with heavy topics because heavy topics, unfortunately, that's part of truth. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it, nor should you want it sugarcoated. But here's the challenge for all of this. God doesn't ask us to be morose, heavy-hearted, and depressed. He's given us his son and sacrificed his son on the cross for us to give us life everlasting. With that, we should be inspired. With that, every day and every challenge, we have to face it knowing that we will overcome. And those changes in mentality will change the nature of this entire fight. I don't understand all the technicalities of how they operate, but I know that there's enough evidence now that definitely keeping us in a negative state of mind is critical to their victory. And there's a lot of that in siphoning off our energy. Don't let them do it. Every day should be a day of optimism and positivity as you step into this fight. And if, even if you're engaged toe-to-toe -to -toe with a vicious enemy, remember, you've got God on your side. Jesus is walking with you. And you can speak the power of the Holy Spirit and speak it with joy. I'll tell you what, I can wield a sword glow gloriously with a smile as I whack out some pedophile. I don't have a problem with that, and I sleep well at night. So my point is, change the paradigm. This is one of the biggest fixes in this fight, is not to think that they have the upper hand. I am tired of hearing how, like, there's there's white supremacy or white, we're having white racism against us. No, we're not. 60% of the public is white, 18% is black. Let's get real. If you're that victimized by this, then just stop doing business with these people and walk away, break away and set up our own economies. But don't be brought down by the foolishness of other people. Stand strong right now. Look them in the eye. Tell them to go drop dead and piss off because we're Americans. And by the last time I checked, Americans were colorblind. That's part of it. But they don't want you to believe that. They don't want you to believe that we can actually get along. And right now, more than ever, it's showing that they are concerned because they're ramping this up for the final kill. This is their only chance they have to seal the deal to destroy America forever. The question is, are we going to let them or are we going to put our foot down and say, no, not on my watch? Let's pray. Father God, we come here today just blessed and very humbled. And we thank you for everything that you provide. We're just blessed by the continued guidance and wisdom that you pour down upon us. We're blessed by the food that we have to eat. We're blessed by the house we have to, to reside in, to have a roof over our heads, transportation to move us around, and a fellowship here that continues to grow. Father, these are just the amazing things in our life that we need to spend more time recognizing. And for those t moments that we fail to recognize them, forgive us. Because we truly need to be looking at what you're providing for us rather than trying to walk this world alone and feeling the weight of it all. So, Father, we put ourselves before you tonight humbly. We remind ourselves that we have stumbled, that too often we take too much of the world on our shoulders. We ask for your forgiveness and seek repentance. And now as we stand, we ask you, Father, help us bear this load. Father, walk with us. Take a seat at the table, dine with us, share this walk with us. It's the most exciting time of our lives, a moment of a fierce, ferocious fight ahead of us. We need to awaken the warrior heart. And the warrior heart doesn't sit passively, but looks at a fight with a smile and says, this will be a glorious day. So, Father, we pray today for those who seek that glorious day. And for those that are still hesitating or feeling the weight, let it go. 
step in, lean into Father, raise your arms, sing, sing hallelujah, and step into this fight with a smile and a step because we know that we have been given life everlasting. Thank you, Father, for all that's been done. Jesus, thank you for all the sacrifices made for this hour. Let us bring the victory into the world. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This fight is not as hard to win as it may seem. All the mechanisms of war are pitted against us. All the billions and trillions of dollars that they rape from every American out here for years and years has been turned against us. From weather warfare to informational warfare to the tools of physical kinetic war, they own them. If it's cyber, they've got them. But here's what they don't have. They don't have our will. And we'll never give in. And that alone destroys them. And then when we add this, you add a smile and the power of the joy in the Holy Spirit, they don't know what to do. These fools know only one thing, the negative power of control, fear, and anxiety, and all the repressive techniques and tools that they have. Ignore it. Turn to your neighbor. Celebrate. Break bread. Share a steak. Whatever you want to do. Spend some time talking to the neighbor. Shut the TV off and don't listen to the talking head. Don't let them get inside of your head. And in this moment in time when there's no pathways for anybody to win that we would want to win, don't worry about it. And here's why. We don't need them. As much as you may like Trump as an example or like RFK Jr., we don't need them. They need us. Don't ever forget that. They don't exist without us. And so it's time that we put our foot down and say, you know what? We just need to worry about our communities, our counties, and we're going to build our alliances together, and we're going to simply rebuild this country from bottom up. In 1776, they had a provisional government. We're going to head that way again, I guarantee you, and we're going to need to. And we're going to do so proudly. And we're going to break away from this cesspool of satanic pedophilia hell that they've given up, put upon us. And as we stand up the rightful country of we the people, we're going to bring every one of those pricks to, the, to, to, to trial. And every one of them is going to pay for what they have done in the hand of justice in this land. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 